0: Welcome to the Parent-Driven Development Podcast. I'm Josh, and today I'm here with my friend, Kewu.
1: Hi, I'm Kewu, and I am here with my
2: friend, JC. Hello, I'm JC, and I'm here with my friend, Christopher. Hey,
3: I'm Chris, and today we are talking about summer vacations with family and kids, So, Josh, I think right before we started recording, you mentioned something about noticing the difference between your perspective of the summer vacation when you were a kid versus now that you're an adult. And I thought that was kind of an interesting take on on this whole topic of like. How has that changed like what what was even going on when I was a kid? It was just a fuzzy, weird memory
0: <laughs> yeah we've been we've been taking a few vacations, and then my daughter's been going to a couple summer camps, so she's been in a sense vacationing without us um, of course, and I mean like full disclosure, we go on vacation too, but so th- through the process of packing her bags and having her participate in packing and everything, I was thinking about. Car trips and vacations I took as a child, and I distinctly remember my mother gathering at the time. It seemed like every possession in our house, and you know, cramming it into a Jeep Cherokee that was way too small, and hauling across the country. But then, like I, I distinctly remember the preparation phase, just like I'm going through preparation phase right now with my daughter. But then, when I think back to the actual trip, I can't remember a whole lot. And conversely, right now, when I'm planning trips, I'm thinking a lot about where are we gonna stay? What are we gonna do? Is my daughter gonna be interested and engaged? Or is she gonna find this really boring? And I was like, thinking back to the vacations I took as a child, and they were, we didn't fly a lot as kids. We always took these really long car road trips. And that's mostly what I remember is driving in a car for hours on end across the upper Midwest. And I don't actually remember, you know, arguing with my brother about who counted more cows in the field because Wisconsin. And I don't remember what we actually did when we got there. I certainly don't remember what room we had or what hotel we stayed at <laughs> or whether we got the nice room or the super deluxe room with the garden view or the beach view, stuff I stress out about now. And I I just think it's kind of interesting. Like Maybe I'm stressing out about the wrong stuff when it comes to summer vacations. And I was kind of curious what you all remember from your childhood summer vacation experiences and what you've what you've heard from your kids? I've I've asked my daughter flat out, "Hey, what do you like to do on vacation?" And she said, "Oh, I really like to listen to music and eat fast food,"
3: <laughs> which really which sounds amazing.
0: Which sounds yeah. amazing. It also makes me realize I can really lower the bar for these family trip plans. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> twenty bucks and you you'll be set. Exactly. We're going to Culver's and the beach, honey. That's it. <laughs>
2: That's awesome. <laughs> well, for me, I have I have similar memories. We obviously would, would also drive places. We had we took one big kind of family reunionish trip when I was ten, and we went to California and we um, visited Disneyland and Universal Studios and Magic Mountain. And I'd never been to a theme park before that. And we saw a lot of other things, like the Queen Mary was there and the Spruce Goose at the time. And we we spent two weeks. Sea World, I think we went down. Every, we did everything for two weeks, and we actually rented some motorhomes to do this in. So that was driving on top of driving. But the memories—that's that's like the big trip that I have a memory of, and it was with my cousins and uh, you know some aunts and uncles, and it was a lot of fun. And we did take other trips, smaller trips, you know, as just as a family here and there, and and we go to the beach sometimes or you know, but we drive everywhere as well. So. I do remember driving a lot. I do remember what kind of hotel rooms we stayed in. And for this trip in California, we did motorhomes, which was a lot of fun. It was like an adventure in itself, right? So that was a little different. So now, But now that you mentioned that, Josh, I wonder if my kids, their memory is going to be like, we were in the car all the time because we drive everywhere. There's six of us. So we just drive Yeah. and we make, we, make, we make stops. We just come back from California doing a similar vacation like the one I did as a kid with my siblings and their kids. And so, uh, and we drove, and that's a 1,600-mile, 1600 1,650-mile direct route each way.
0: Oh, my God.
2: The, and so we stopped in Colorado, <sighs> and we stopped in Las Vegas, and then we, we got to the L.A. area. We were in Anaheim right next to Disneyland for the week and did a couple of theme parks and beach and other things. And then we drove back through Arizona, went to the Grand Canyon, and the Painted Desert, Petrified Forest, you know, and then through the middle of nowhere, USA, until we got home. So it was a long trip. But Sounds awesome. it was awesome. A, a really good trip, I thought. And it was a lot of fun. I saw my family and their kids, and all the cousins got together, and we were able to horse around, and it was it was good. I have the older kids, uh, by far, and so they were the jungle gym for the little kids, it seemed like. So it was pretty fun that way, too. They, they had fun playing with the younger cousins so but yeah i'm wondering now if they're gonna always just remember like we went and drove everywhere because we drive to florida we drive we've driven to seattle we've driven to dc we've driven everywhere so
3: well you you <laughs> do pretty consistent trips is it most summers that you there's yes. a, a big drive somewhere
2: <laughs> yes we do we do every summer typically we go somewhere uh, at least for a week so they're used to it they've always traveled They travel well because um, we've always just done it that way that's that's what they know. We have flown as a family several times, but it always seems to be more of a pain to, to do that in, in one way when you're trying to rent, you know, rent a car and and figure out a few logistics where we kind of like the road trips. We've, we've got to love them, really, because you get to see a lot of the country that you normally would not see. And this painted desert stuff that we saw, the Petrified Forest area and just going to the Grand Canyon, if we just flown home, we would have missed all this. We went uh, on to Vegas. Went on the Strip at night, where it was just lights and the fountains at the, you know, casinos, and it was, it was cool. It was fun. We weren't, we didn't go into any casinos or anything. We just kind of took the kids to, to look around a little bit since we were just driving through. But, but we spent the night there, and I thought it was good. And you get to see things that you normally wouldn't see.
0: That's a, that's a really good point about when you when you fly places, you miss you miss everything. We were in Europe recently. Disclosure just my husband and I, not the child. I
2: would I would fly to Europe. I wouldn't drive there. <laughs> no, okay. So yeah.
0: <laughs> we saw I mean, so I much you drive... miss at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> we took a we took a train between two cities that we probably would have, you know, normally flown and it was, you know, it it took like 6 hours instead of like 2 hours flying, but we we got to see the French countryside and it was really really kind of cool. And I wonder if I've been, you know, kind of robbing my, you know, child of the, 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 the joy and quotation marks of a long car trip and getting able to see all that stuff. It's a good idea. Uh,
2: Yeah, it's, it's different for sure. I don't think you're robbing your child of anything. Honestly, it's just a different experience. (laughs) And, and, uh, you spend more, more days or more time. If we'd flown, we could have spent two or three more days in California. Right. But we would have seen less of the rest of
0: the
2: the country between here and there. And so it's a trade-off. I don't think you're robbing your your kid of anything. I think it's just a different experience that you're going to enjoy. You may be less tired when you get home because I was pretty tired when I got home after driving, you know, twenty four hours each way, pretty much. So, yeah, this is
3: this is good. It's validating my decision because I I need to go home and pack so that we can leave tomorrow <laughs> for a ten hour drive. <laughs> um, and that was one of those I like, debated like should we fly or not and and historically we've flown, flown to a lot of places but this is like a you know the 10 hour drive is kind of on that that border of like what what would we prefer to do it's it's not a multiple day thing and it was it's just the two of us just me and my son so we were like it wouldn't it wouldn't have been expensive
0: um, oh there's something to, about to that fly. classic road trip though you know
3: and i that's that's I, i'm that's what i'm hoping for like we'll see We'll see how it actually plays out when I get in the car with the eleven year olds for you know and get on the road. but i'm I'm quite looking forward to it.
2: So it's just the two of you.
3: Yep, it's just the two of us We're going it's gonna
2: be awesome.
0: It's
1: oh, that one on one time. Yeah. yeah
0: are you visiting radically. all of the baseball parks in America? That was a movie, wasn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we are not. Although, although um, my son would love that. Instead, we are going. This is his first sleepaway camp. His sister has been doing them for, you know, who's a few years older, has been doing them for the past three years. And this is his first time, and we and we debated and debated what he would want to do. And he doesn't have an obvious interest as, as strong as as she does. And so, uh, but eventually we settled on space camp. And so he's going to go to space camp, and we're gonna, I'm going to drive down to Alabama, and uh, I'll drop him off, and then I'm just going to stay and bum around and do work while he's there, and then we drive back. So it's kind of cool. summer camp for him turned into
2: like also road trip for us. So. And he doesn't have to put up with you for the whole time. That's that's perfect.
1: I, I, no, it's, I was thinking the other play. direction. Like, it's a, it's a summer vacation, but with childcare.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Like, well, like you know, turns out that staying in an Airbnb in Alabama is very reasonable. <laughs> so we're like, oh, we'll, we'll just do this, and, and it looks it looks fantastic. I'm I'm quite looking forward to it. I'll report back to see how it it actually goes. <laughs> How about you, Kaywoo? What what was your normal summer vacation?
1: Yeah, I was saying I I, I feel like it was like right around the eight or nine is, is sort of as far back as my distinct memories go. But I definitely remember like very clearly the first trip that we did to Paris when I was around 11, maybe or so. And like that was like. My awakening as a person who really loves food, <laughs> to nice. eat, right? And and having that happen in Paris was was really awesome. Obviously, uh, and we did plenty of road trips uh, later on too, mainly because my parents wanted to get into skiing. And so through high school, every Christmas break, we we like spent Christmas in Montreal or no, not Montreal, Quebec for like a few years running. And that, you know, obviously makes sense with hauling the equipment back and forth. And that's a 10 hour drive from New Jersey. So that was good. I sort of going into parenting, I was a little bit like, okay, I think, you know, I definitely want to do the international travel with kids, but like probably a little bit later on for me. And so I'm, I'm trying to gear myself up for the like, yes, like road trips and like really getting to know the United States very well (laughs) is kind of how I'm thinking about it in the next few years. Currently, my policy is I would strongly prefer not to travel with him into a different time zone until we drop the daily nap requirement.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man, I I could never travel anywhere. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah i feel like compared around. to how those childhood trips for me went growing up though that one thing i i want to try doing a little differently is to involve my kid and eventual kids a little bit more in the planning of yes. it and the yes. choosing of activities and destinations like i do remember one you, like you always remember the meltdowns on some of these trips as well right <laughs> where like my mom was i'm sure justifiably like feeling super unappreciated and was was very like i did all this stuff to like you know plan this trip and like plan this vacation for us and like you're all just like really grumpy and like we're not having a good time and i don't even know why i'm doing this and you know like she, she's obviously was was very justified and entitled in those feelings and also there was a a, a portion of me even at the time that was like what well, I didn't ask you to plan us on this trip to Yellowstone or whatever. You know, like I didn't ask to spend my summer vacation looking at moose or whatever we were doing. You just wanted and, fast
3: food and music.
1: I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah. So it's I I do feel like that's like a hard line when you're, especially once you're getting into, you know, like the the preteen and teenager years where you know, there'll be, I mean, I certainly had plenty of time where I was grumpy for no other particular reason than just because I was. And like there's part of your job as a parent, like can be to push them past that a little bit to like have, have them experience new things because it's good for them. Even if they would rather stay in air conditioning and play video games or whatever.
0: That's a great point. I've been, I've been struggling with that as well. Like, we've we've talked about, like, taking our daughter over to Europe. And for a while, it was like, oh, will she appreciate it? Is is she old enough to appreciate it? And I think now I'm suddenly on the fact, like, yeah, she's just going to go. Like, we'll just take her. Yeah, yeah, I don't, the answer is no. The answer is no. But I just, I don't want to wait. Like, when, when will she appreciate it? When she's 30? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like we should just have to take her. And she'll, you know, that's a great point, k Like, she's a teenager. She's probably just gonna sit and sulk for part of the time, but that she's gonna do that at home, anyways. So we might as well (laughs) go somewhere cool and amazing. (laughs) <laughs> have
1: you seen this? There's this photographer, blogger, I think actually the post is from a few years ago, but she did a photo series of, of her like 12 year old daughter at the De Young Museum or something just being like, super grumpy the whole time. <laughs> and it's really hilarious, actually.
2: <laughs> that sounds like a teenager. I mean, my kids, yeah. my kids, I have a 18 year old and a 16 year old, a 12 year old and a 10 year old. As far as you know, you where know, well, you mentioned your memories going back around the eight or nine around there, and then, you know, mm. that's kind of what you remember. That's why probably why I remember that 10-year-old, when I was 10-year-old, that trip. So my youngest is 10, and at Disneyland, you saw shirts that said, most expensive day ever, and it's probably not <laughs> wrong. Oh, uh, Disneyland. I kid you not, yeah, especially during peak, hour, peak season, right? So the prices are pretty crazy. But at the same time, we were like, well, they're not going to forget this trip because they're old enough that they're going to remember it. And uh, I think my older boys were like, "Hey, that was really fun. The Star Wars stuff was really cool. The simulators, everything. We did everything we wanted to do in one day. You just have to pay for the express passes, but it's definitely worth it. I recommend it." And uh, but my my older boys were like, "That was really cool, et cetera. Thanks for taking us, but we're probably never going to go back." <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to Universal Studios, and they they really enjoyed that. They 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 probably would go back to that. You know, it's different. It's, oh, the rides are for like older kids and. Adults, etc., more more geared to that, and we all went. Everybody enjoyed it and had a good time. But it was just two different experiences. Both fun, and and being older, I think they'll enjoy it. On the way home, they were like, "Can we just fly home?" <laughs> I was like, "Nope." Uh, you know, how will the here. car get and home? Like, uh, you know, so they made the best of it, and we did a lot of uh, name that tune using Spotify and over the the Bluetooth on the car. And we might usually my teenagers control the you know the the song list and. We did many hours of name that tune, and as we drove forever and ever and ever. So,
3: it's funny for the what will they remember? I know, like growing up. We were very sporadic with the trips that we would take, and I think it had something to do with kind of being a military brat. And we would almost always any trip was to only visit family because we didn't see them on a regular basis. Sure. So when when we had kids, I felt very strongly like I want to have the same summer vacation every like i want beach week and we're and we're bringing you know grandparents and aunts and uncles and we're gonna get a big house and we're gonna do that every year and and we did that uh, especially once our second one was born once my son was born we went when he was you know what a month old <laughs> and then we've gone every year and actually this is this is the first year we're, we're taking a, a a pass on and then the plan is to go right back to it but my thinking is I wanted it to be the thing that we always did. And of course you do that. But that was like, I wish I would have had that. But, you know, it, just a, it might just be a grass is greener type thing. Like, of course, that's better because that's what I didn't didn't have. But I do like that kind of consistency. Like we do this every year. This is what we're going to do. We're gonna, You know, you're going to be stuck in a house in North Carolina with all of your, your extended family. And we're going to we're going to hang around, you know, play board games. And we have to, you know. Stop fighting and ha- you have to have fun now. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: mandatory fun. Mandatory,
2: yeah,
1: mandatory fun, yes, fun, yes, My no, The uh, blog has mentioned that they're in that extended family, and they've instituted a cousin's week every summer, every year. And they rotate like the location, but it's almost more like, especially as the kids have been getting older, they just send their kids to go hang out with their cousins and like, you know, at least one set of designated aunt and uncles or whatnot. That was like something as well that I felt like, Oh, that like, that sounds really nice for the family stuff.
0: I had a similar experience growing up. I talked about like we did one or two very big trips, but mostly we were very consistent. Like Chris mentioned, we went to the same area over and over again. And we started doing that with my daughter and then we screwed it up by moving permanently to where that vacation spot is. And oh. I I was feeling really bad for my daughter. Like, oh, she's lost this consistency, this like rite of passage every year going. And I talked to her about it just the other day because we were talking about where we might go on vacation next summer. And she was like – and she had gone to a couple summer camps as well. And I was like, oh, do you think you want to go back to the summer camp? You had such a great time. And She's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, really? Well, well you, why don't you want to go back then? She's like, you well, know, I had a really good time, but I want to go – to different places every single time she was like growing up we always came here every summer and it just got boring and i want to go to new places and experience new things and I'm like oh okay well yeah i'm glad i asked and just didn't like assume i have to find that one spot to go every single year
2: yeah that's a really good point i think for kids uh, you know keeping it novel I guess, or a new a new place would be would be nice. We are consistent where we go to the beach, we go to Destin, Florida, and it's fun and they have fun. We meet up with some of their cousins on my wife's side. This time we met with all the cousins on my side. they They might be like, I get bored of the beach sometimes, but I don't think they do. I think they like it. They have fun there because they can just horse around all they want. Nobody's telling them to calm down. but the variety definitely helps. So this time we went to California, they hadn't been they they didn't remember going to the Grand Canyon because we went like 12 years ago. So we had three of the four at the time, and none of them remember going. So this was fun to go and do it now where they'll probably remember. So yeah, mixing it up is definitely something to keep in mind.
0: Ooh, I want to bring up a potential a potential wrinkle or modification. We did this once with our daughter as she's gotten older. So our a little bit of background, our daughter is an only child. And now she's 11. So those two things together combined to to make her just an impenetrable mood wall 99% <laughs> of the time. And we took a short weekend trip over spring break, and we had her bring a friend of hers along. And she had asked about, like, could I could my friend come with us for the weekend? And we kind of talked about it. I was like, oh, I don't know, la, la, la. And then, we're like, okay, we'll try it. It's a short, just weekend trip. We went to the Mall of America she brought a friend and it turned out to be like the best thing ever. Her and her friend had so much fun. The pressure felt off of my husband and I to be her private cruise ship activity directors for the whole weekend. It mm-hmm. it was it was great. Have any of you ever done that? I have
3: not, and I've wondered about this cuz I feel like there's the families that are like brings f- bring friends on trips families and then those the families were <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not what are you even talking about
0: maybe it's related to how many kids they have as well jc could you imagine yes. like everybody yeah. having another friend
2: well i've had i've had that thought before because my oldest is 18 he'll probably be doing his own thing in the future you know next few years doing different things and may not be coming on vacation with us and so my current 16 year old he might be bored out of his mind because they they hang out all the time they do stuff together so It is built in, you know, play buddies that you have when you have your siblings, and so I have considered that maybe in the future we'll need to bring a friend. One of my older, you know, my second oldest, he he might need to bring a friend or something, and or he can just suck it up and hang out with his younger siblings. But yes, even for me, it's crossed my mind, and I've my wife and I have talked about it a little bit, and you know, for now it's not a thing that's we're seriously considering, but it might be something in the future, or even when my daughter is by herself. You know she's the youngest, and so at that point maybe she'll bring a friend, and we can go do something. And you you don't know yet, but it's it's definitely something to consider, even with the four kids that we have. So you're not, you did find out the secret though when you have multiple kids how that how that helps. But you probably had a better end of the deal because with siblings they'll still fight, but they'll still get to you know play and whatever. And when you're just with a friend, usually you can put up with each other for the week or and stuff and not fight at all and not have any drama. So you got the best of both worlds in that sense when you brought a friend along.
0: I mean, there were 11. There was drama, of course. But yeah, (laughs) that's a a really good point. We do have situations for sports. So we, we travel
3: for gymnastics meets. And those, basically, when you go on those trips, it is like the little group of my daughter's, you know, best friends in the whole world, which are her teammates. And they get to go. And then, you know, once they're done with their competition, it's the you know, the happiest she could possibly be. You know, off on vacation, running around with her her BFFs, you know, just playing and having fun. So, I, I definitely have ex- been exposed to that and seen how lovely that is because they're off having a great time, and then I get to hang out with the other parents, and we just, mm-hmm. you know, get good food and hang out and talk, and the kids wear themselves
2: out, and it's lovely. And that's that's probably another wrinkle too, right? Like, go on vacation with another family. And you get to have a dull conversation and the kids get to hang out and play. if you have a like a you know compatible family like that that you might mm-hmm. be friends with and I know my my brother they were talking about how they do that every year with another family that they're friends with and they go somewhere they go to Mexico or they go to you know, the beach or they go just somewhere in the states. but they do that and they say it's a blast because you can, you can rotate who's responsible to organize things for the day you can rotate different you know responsibilities on the trip and the kids just hang out and play anyway and and so they're they're not really that grumpy they don't get to complain much cuz they're playing with their friends and i so think that's well, a parenting
3: that's, hack that yeah. took, took me a while to realize was even a thing <laughs> like I, <laughs> um, it wasn't you know we had gone on a couple of you know weekend things with another family especially when the kids ages line up just right you know, it almost doesn't even matter. I'll hang out with any adults at that point because yeah. we'll, we'll be getting along because <laughs> the kids are happy. <laughs> yes,
2: absolutely. And we go with my in-laws and their families, right? And so we have, we can hang out with family adults and the kids can all play with their cousins. So that always works out well. Yeah. And, and it worked out this well, as well in California. And so I I think it makes a difference as when you travel by yourselves. We went to Chicago in, in March for the spring break and that was a little bit different, right? It's just us and as a core and, and we we're just, doing things but with with the the art group and there was a lot more whining you know <laughs> the, the kids were a little whinier a little more just like whatever not as excited about things you know but there's a different dynamics to that too you still need your family time but I think mixing it up with friends is probably a really good idea sometimes
0: yeah that's a really good tip I wish there was a way to like I don't know <laughs> find a family when you arrive at your destination <laughs> <laughs> You may be onto something there. I need like Tinder, but for families with only children on vacation. Like I, (laughs) because sometimes like we're in the middle of the vacation and we realize we have all just spent too much time with each other, and (laughs) we need like usually usually a pool is a good place to go find that.
1: Or like a OK OKCoupet, where you can fill out some quizzes ahead of time of like, OK, like in this meltdown scenario, like what's your style of how you handle things <laughs> to get some compatibility?
0: you mentioned compatibility, JC. That's important. We've taken a couple of trips with other families and they've by and large gone well, but we have discovered incompatibility points on the trip. And that's and mostly among the adults, not so much among the children. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, <laughs> that can get absolutely. A, that that could get a little tense, especially if you're, you know, in a foreign country, or you know, like, oh God, we're here for a week, and like it's day two, and <laughs> oh my God, yeah, yeah. That's that's a deal breaker when when
3: parenting philosophies don't match up in compatible exactly. ways. It's just like no 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 one's going to be happy the rest of the time
0: <laughs> we it was a great trip overall but we discovered like on day 2 that we had radically different screen time philosophies i don't know how we had been friends as two families without ever talking about this but we discovered day 2 into a week long trip that you know our daughter Basically, is miniature Zuckerberg, and <laughs> their children are functionally Amish, and it was like <laughs> a huge deal for like an entire day, and then we just like we we ended up just stripping all the like going lowest common denominator, and then and then we were fine but it was it was pretty rocky there where we had this oh no moment like over breakfast where our daughter pops up at her ipad and she's like reviewing youtube and the other two kids are like what is that magical box uh-
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: yeah I've, and i have the flip uh situation where i mean my kids are anything but but technically stunted but they, they get plenty of screen time but there was you know we invited uh, a friend along for a birthday party and they went you know, they went I think they went bowling and the it was just one other friend and it was just gonna be fun and then they were gonna get lunch and the kid was on his phone the entire time and you're just like what what, what do I do? (laughs) Text them. (laughs)
2: uh,
3: (laughs) them. (laughs) Fair enough.
2: So (laughs) yeah. That that can be annoying. One of the one of the drawbacks for this trip was having a TV in the main room. Most of my family stayed at an Airbnb. We did not. We stayed nearby at a different place, but they were all there. And the little kids would be watching TV a lot of times. And, you know, that was kind of like the wind down and whatever, because we had long days. We were busy all day. And so they were kind of chilling and doing that, but they could have been chilling and playing a board game or something too. You know, so that was, that was different. It would have been nice if there was no TV and just force them to interact with each other more than just sit there and watch TV. But that was just kind of one of the things that technology does do, right? It kind of isolates you a little bit or keeps you back connected to where you have been all the time with your friends. That's, and that's a better way to put, nice it, yeah. to put your phone away and put your phone away and enjoy the moment here. And my kids driving too, they'd be on their phones because it's a long drive. But we would be like, hey, put your phones away. This is really pretty country here. And just, let's look at it and then talk about it or whatever or why it looks this way or, you know, and, and what part of the country we were in even. And we, 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 when we were driving through the strip, they'd kind of be on their phones and look up and be like, oh, yeah, that's cool or whatever. And then back to their phone. So that was a bit annoying, but it's what teenagers do. And so I think you can set the ground rules from the beginning and be like, okay, there'll be no phone during these times or or certain things and, and kind of have, strike a balance with that because you're not going to say no phone at all, but it'd be
3: nice. Yeah, because you don't want to punish yourself.
2: Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. just gonna say the parents have to, you know, do that as well. As I, I was thinking about, you know, I've been on trips and told my daughter, "Hey, look at this, or put your phone away, or whatever." And one time she was like, "Well, I'm taking pictures of it and sharing it with my friends back home," and before I could rail it on her, my husband pointed out that when I'm on vacation, I obsessively take pictures of every meal I have and post them so that my friends can hate, love my vacation. <laughs> like, oh, she's just doing the same thing I do. So that that kind of helped me understand where she was coming from and then set, like, family, like, okay, we're, like, going to this place. We're going to take some pictures. Now let's, like, walk around. Yeah.
2: Well, I have my big camera with me a lot, and I'd like to take pictures of a lot of candid pictures of just the family doing things. And I had it at Disneyland. I had it at the Grand Canyon. Um, I had it different at the beach. And so I, I got some really cool shots. You know, it's a DSLR with nice glass and stuff. So I, I do a lot of that. And but it's it's different than being on your phone taking pictures and then social media and sending them and whatever. They're still in my, most of the pictures I've, I've taken a few off the memory cards, but they're still in the camera. You know, so it's I think it's a little bit different. maybe if you got a re- like a pocket camera out or something not your phone yeah pictures with that it might be different because yeah, I, you can still I, just take the picture continue to enjoy the moment right and rather than now let me get on social media and then oh now i'm distracted because now there's some cool mm-hmm. post i'm reading and you know it kind of separates the two
0: I have one of those really old – I have an old, like, little tiny – I think it's a Canon, you know, point and shoot from, like, five years ago. And I've actually given it to my daughter, and that's her, like, summer camp camera and her vacation camera now. And so, like, yeah. when she goes off to summer camp, most time phones aren't allowed, which is totally cool. But I'll we'll send this little camera with her, and she can snap pictures and then – you know, when she comes back, we'll all, I'll take all the pictures. And she's like, can you put those pictures on my phone so I can send them to my friends? And like, so it's, it's a good, that's a good balance. It's a really good tip.
1: I also wonder if you uh, are able to successfully involve your kid in the planning of activities. I mean, even, so this is just all theoretical. We're not there yet. But I've heard that, you know, you can actually, but early enough where even if it's just like, oh, hey, like, these are three options, like, you know, or like, this is for the Wednesday of this trip, like, why don't you be our cruise ship director this time around and, and uh, plan the day. And like, if they, if, if there's a part of the trip or a vacation or whatever, that was sort of theirs. And if it's, <laughs> if it's disrupted by other people being on their phones, <laughs> then that, that sounds like that could be a, a, an empathy building exercise as well. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. Well, that
3: was the, you know, at the birthday party when the friend was on the phone. And, yeah. you know, afterwards we, you know, sat down and we're like, yeah, that was pretty, pretty horrible, wasn't it? Like, you know, <laughs> you're, you invite people to come do the thing and they're just ignore you. And, you know, you tell them to look they're like, yeah, yeah. And then go right back to it. The, they're like, like, yeah, it is. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> see?
0: <laughs> Something we took on our last trip, I picked up this set. They're called Do Something Dice's. And there are four dice, and each one, like, one is for entertainment, one's for food, I think one's activity, and the other's, like, sightseeing. And the idea is that if you have a day where you don't know what to do or – because I'm a big fan of, like, leaving gaps in our itinerary and not having Mm -hmm. every day packed full. You just roll these dice, and, like, I just rolled them, and it says I have to go get tacos and see an art museum and then take a run. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. Maybe we'll do two of those and not the run. But – <laughs> that could that could be a fun way too to like just discover something because some of my some of my favorite summer trip memories both from as an adult and a child is doing stuff we never planned in advance. We just would like stumble into something. I, I remember going, we drove to Wyoming one year because my dad, my father hunted out in Wyoming and decided to take us all one year for reasons. And we stopped in the middle of South Dakota and we found this museum dedicated to corn and it was amazing and we hadn't planned it.
3: No, we did that when I went to my daughter's gymnastics meet this the summer when we went to Wisconsin and it was just like okay well we're here what what should we do and her absolute favorite things were the ones that just happened to be like oh look there's a thing let's go let's go see what that's about and then all of a sudden we were taking the ghost boat tour in the dells and she thought it was the coolest thing in the entire world <laughs> well should we move on to genius fail
0: let's just a little bit of background, every week we all go through and share something from our parenting history, either near or far, and it's we classify it either as a genius, something we're particularly proud of, or as a fail, something we're maybe not as proud of. Well, who's going to start?
1: I have a fail. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Yay! Sorry. I love fails. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah my son went out one evening a couple weeks ago and like got really eaten up by mosquitoes. Like, like they look like big welts on his poor little legs. And we were very lackadaisical of like, eh, it's just like insect bites. Like I'm sure it'll be fine. But it, it turns out it did itch him enough that he scratched them until they, you know, most of the bites bled, which would have Probably been okay, you know. We could just like handle that, like whatever. It's summer; this happens. But then I, I, my theory is that the those open areas combined with trying to be more diligent about sunscreen when going out are the root cause of bath time be, having become a total horror show okay. now. Because I think, like you know, like when we were rinsing him, and then like sunscreen and sweat would like run onto those areas. They uh. really hurt. Yeah. And so like now, even though they're mostly healed, bath time is still just like, he used, and, and the thing is like, he used to love it so much. Like he loved getting in the bath and pouring, pouring water from one cup to another and would constantly be negotiating for like, Oh, not two more minutes, eight more minutes, please. And, you know, now as soon as he remembers that that's part of the, nightly routine that's coming up he starts bawling and we're like okay well we're still doing this because you're kind of (laughs) gross so uh (laughs) it's like i'm I'm trying to mitigate it seems to help a little bit for me to be like look we're just gonna we're we're brushing teeth we're wetting down we're washing your face wetting down your hair and then we're just going to do one dump of water over your body and like I'll, i'll count one two three dump and that helps a little bit but he's still like sniffling it's one two three all done all done all done and i'm just like oh,
0: <laughs> oh uh. i know
1: he'll get over it eventually but i don't know his, his memory has continues to impress me with like how far back things he will remember so i feel like we might be in for at least several more weeks of uh, this situation Ugh. anyway that's my fail
3: as somebody who has uh, mosquito bites on my ear right now, <laughs> I am very sympathetic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah.
3: I can go yeah. next. To, so this doesn't quite fall into either of these categories, although it made me f- have that same feeling uh, as the, the the parenting fail when the kids were little. So I'm, I'm going to use it. And basically the basis for this is we had friends that were traveling. They've got very young twins. They, they're they five months, but being twins, they were, you know, of course, born early. And so, they were kind of, you know, more more like a four-month-old. And they came over and their mom had a big work thing that was due today and was struggling to get things done. And of course, the travel threw their schedule off. So, my wife, being the selfless nice person that she is, volunteered to take them. And so, I'd say on behalf of all parents who've ever had just only one kid, be born at a time we should apologize to all of the, pa- the parents of twins <laughs> that is ridiculously hard and i was i came into it well rested and fresh and they're actually you know good good kids will behave that they're not you know especially fussy or anything bad it's just you're exhausted and by the time you get one done the next one just knows and kicks right in and i i am dumbfounded that twins survive, because <laughs> I don't know that I would have. But, you know, we were happy that we could kind of do something nice, uh, that not, no harm fell to the to the children, <laughs> and, you know, their mom got to get a little bit of extra work and rest in. But, man, I, those, you parents of twins out there, damn.
0: <laughs> any, any multiples, like, just really. Oh, yeah. Well, it gets even worse. I can't, sure the, yeah.
3: The way it scales is, is not linear. <laughs>
0: I can go next. I have a genius. I'm particularly proud of this genius. So (laughs) my daughter has been having a lot of sleepovers. It's summer everybody's on summer break every we don't she doesn't live very close to a lot of her friends seems like her friend group is kind of scattered and in different neighborhoods that don't have lots of children that are easy to travel to i think her closest friend is like a mile away so they do a lot of sleepovers so they can like hang out with each other and so she's been going to sleepovers other kids have been coming over for sleepovers i always feel kind of like guilty when she goes for a sleepover, especially there's, you know, one friend of her, she went to a sleepover twice in a week, and I double-checked with the parents. I was like, seriously, is this okay? But th- th- these this particular couple, they have five children, and they're like, seriously, one more is a rounding error. It's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I've started doing is sending a bottle of wine along with my daughter when she goes on sleepovers for the parents, not for her. <laughs> Just with a nice note, like thanking the parents and, you know, letting oh, that's them know. Really, that's if, really great. Yeah, yeah, letting them know if anything is up, like, oh, you know, Evie, sorry, she didn't take a shower this morning, which is usually what the note is. Uh, <laughs> or you know, like, oh, FYI, you know, we'll be here. Or if you get need to get a hold of me, or we've got something in the morning. And it's been really, really lovely. And I've been, I've, I feel so much less guilty sending my daughter out into the world <laughs> if liquor accompanies her. <laughs> I mean, that would get your kid invited back over. Maybe that's why she did have two sleepovers that week at our friend's you know? house. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Sending the good stuff, huh?
0: I mean, just, it's just any wine, really. I think it's just, I, just, you guys drink this. Go. That's
2: funny. So for me, I haven't been here in a while, so I have a, so many things I could talk about, but really I'm just. Super happy! My oldest graduated high school, so I feel old that, that way too. But
3: Yay, um,
2: He did he did really well, and uh, right now he's he got a job as a lifeguard, so he's lifeguarding and enjoying the summer, working for his full time doing that, and start taking some classes this this fall, going to school. So he wants to be a you know an entrepreneur, so he's gonna sign up for some business track style uh, classes, and that's in college. And, and do that hopefully it's something he continues to like and, and works at but that's been fun and you know obviously all the sports that they did and everything it was just a really, really 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 fun year to have two kids be on the same teams for football and wrestling and varsity and just be together and we could be together as a family the whole time and enjoy that and cheer them on and, and be their support and that was a really really I think unique experience that we had that we probably won't get again because there won't be overlap like that with any other other children where they could be on the same team and so that was a really cool I, I won't say it's a genius thing but it's just something really cool that happened to us that we feel really blessed about that was just awesome experience to be on so that's it
3: that's great i love the siblings in the sports at the same time that's fun
2: that is awesome yeah my daughter is uh, just finishing softball season and. She's the now the designated catcher too, pretty much, or shortstop whenever she's playing field. So that was a lot of fun. So it's nonstop here. All right, are we are we good? Are we done? Yeah, I think
0: so. Who's doing the outro?
2: Josh, you want to do it? You got the you got the good outro voice.
0: Okay, cool. I've got the thing up as well. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to the Parent Driven Development Podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions you'd like us to chat about on the air, you can email us at panel at parentdrivendevelopment.com or you can tweet us at on Twitter at parentdrivendev. And if you like what you hear, you can support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash parentdrivendev or rate us on iTunes. It really does help. Thanks much. We'll talk to you next time.